Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, people? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 33. I was thinking about it today. I'm like, it's also the age that Jesus was when he began his ministry. Check that out. So my guest today is Mandy Woodhouse. And a lot of you guys know who she is, but some of you don't. And so I'm going to have her give a rundown of who she is, but I'll give you a quick little introduction. She's the head of evangelism and discipleship at Glory City Church in Brisbane, Australia. And she's a member of the Queensland Prophetic Council. Let's welcome my guest today, Mandy Woodhouse. Hi. Hello. Hey. So you're feeling a little <laughs> under the weather. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, for, go ahead. You no, know, I feel, I do feel better. My voice is a little bit scratchy, but, um, but yes, I, I've, I've had an interesting week, but I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. And yeah. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. And so please forgive her everybody. If, if maybe she's, <laughs> you know, you know, out of sorts a little bit, <laughs> you know, we have grace for that and I'll help, uh, I'll help move it along as well. Cause I got plenty to say too. So uh, <laughs> as everybody knows, um, okay. So Mandy, before we get started, I wanted, yeah. um, there's a lot of new people that have followed us, um, who are, you know, seeing mm -hmm. you for the first time. So I wanted to give a chance to just kind of give a, a little bit about yourself. Obviously you're not Australian. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my husband is Australian. I am originally from South Louisiana. Um, my dad talks like the swamp people. I don't <laughs> talk like that. I can if I try hard enough, yeah, but I won't sure. do that on this broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so my heritage would be like Cajun. Awesome. Um, but I, I moved to, to study at Bible College in Australia in 2004 my husband and I got married in 2006, and we've been back and forth between the two countries. We have such a heart for both countries, and right now we're stationed in Australia, mm -hmm. and um, we are both leaders as well at the, the Glory City Academy, which is the Bible college through our church, and um, yeah, I run an itinerant ministry called Outrageous Hope. And you can find me on Facebook or YouTube. I'm probably going to be kind of going more towards YouTube soon. Nice. Um, Facebook's just, I don't know. I like Facebook, but I think we're going to be transitioning. I'm just listening to what the Lord is saying right yeah. now. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know what else to say. You know, you're great. You, you're known for, guys, everybody, she's known for just joy and yeah. hope. And one of the things that you've mentioned in, I think our first episode was that mm -hmm. those are some of the two areas that you've been attacked in the most is yes. joy and hope. And it's interesting how I know that there's a light bulb that went off on a lot of people watching this right now. They're going, Oh, because a lot of times those things we have to fight for, we have That's to, right. we have to grab a hold of them and hold on to God's promises um, yeah. and so I, I just, I loved that you pointed that out to people that it's not, these things don't come easily, but they're worth fighting for. So hope so and joy they're mm -hmm. worth fighting for. Right. Yeah. yeah. Also, I think too, Jeff, the idea that like the enemy isn't going to go after your weaknesses, right? You're already weak. He's going to mm -hmm. go after your strengths and he's going to mm -hmm. try to continue to deceive you and make you think, okay, you're not a joyful person. You're always depressed. You're always down. You don't, you don't carry hope. That's not who you're not one of those people. But the truth of the matter is when I stopped and I looked at it and I was like, no, wait, actually that is who I am. Yeah. It's Come like, on. I could see clearly, oh, mm. this is like an attack. This is him yeah. <laughs> trying to keep me from the very place of strength that I'm meant to, to stand That's in right. and to walk in. And I feel like whenever I was able to see that clearly, grab a hold of my identity and then kind of, I could just walk forward and wait, no, 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 no. This is who I am. This yeah. is who I am. And yes, it's a fight. Yes, there have yeah. been times. I just, you know, I'm recovering from COVID. Mm -hmm. And I thought that there was a day last week I thought I was going to die. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh, this is so bad. And yeah. and I had to, to make a choice. Like, wait, who am I? 
even though I feel miserable and even though yeah. I feel like I just want to sleep all the time, I still carry joy and mm -hmm. I still carry hope and I still know the goodness of God. This is who I am. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, I'm going to rest and I'm going to sleep and I'm going to be wise, but man, mm -hmm. I'm not going to allow the, the dark thoughts to overtake me. Yeah. Yeah. So going back really quick, because you said that, you know, you're technically Cajun, I guess, you know, yes. you're, um, are you, this is probably like a really dumb question, but are you, are you a big Cajun food fan? <laughs> yes. We had, we, um, we actually made Cajun food last night. Oh, like awesome. I, I, yes, I am not one that enjoys cooking. Uh -huh. But I do enjoy cooking, which is really odd because Cajun women love to cook, right? Oh, yeah. Like love it. Um, I don't enjoy it so much, but I do enjoy cooking when I'm cooking for someone, like okay. showing off our culinary. Yeah. Check you know? this out. <laughs> yeah. So it actually wasn't Cajun. It was actually Southern fried chicken, but it made super oh, spicy Southern fried oh, chicken with my it. Cajun seasoning last that night. That sounds so. so good. So is <laughs> I have a question because I had a, a friend who she ran a Cajun restaurant in Louisiana and then she moved up to Oregon um, yeah. and she would make bread pudding. Is bread pudding a Cajun thing or is it just like a Southern thing? I think it's just a Southern thing. Because I love, like guys, I love, <laughs> love bread pudding. Okay. I absolutely love it. Like any place we go, if bread pudding is on the menu, even if I'm full, I'm not normally like a eat a ton of food and then have dessert at a restaurant. But if there's bread pudding, I have to order it to go. <laughs> My husband's the same way. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely it's love so it. So, yeah. I like how your face lit up talking oh, about yeah. bread pudding. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> love it. So, okay. Mandy, um, yes. I, I just, you released two words in December that were words <clears throat> for the future. They were words for 2022 and I guess beyond, but specifically, yeah. I think they're mainly highlighted on 2022. Um, yeah. And I was so encouraged by them. And so guys, like you're going to be super encouraged if you haven't read these words yet. And even if you have hearing her talk about them um, just adds another level of, of excitement and, and revelation. And so Mandy, there was a word you released in December on December 8th of 2021. And it's, it's, it's titled perfect alignment and and the goodness of god or something like yep. that yeah. yeah 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 so um one of the things like i i had been i know that the lord is speaking when things are highlighted mm -hmm. over and over and over and so i was dreaming about eclipse like solar eclipses and i was mm -hmm. seeing it everywhere i was seeing the word eclipse i was just over and over so i was like lord what are you saying like what what is it that you're trying to tell me yeah and he reminded me of i believe it was 2017 um my husband and i were actually pastors in aiken south carolina at the time and there was a solar eclipse that happened yeah. and the totality happened right in south carolina Awesome. So we we drove like an hour to some random park with all these, you know, hundred other people to watch yeah. to watch the the totality. And um it was the most magnificent thing. I mm. don't know that I've ever seen anything quite that awe-inspiring. And I remember watching this, and I remember the minutes, and this is in the word, okay. Um leading up to the totality, right? The, like, it was like all of creation was groaning. Mm. Like there were, I could hear cicadas singing in the background and dogs were barking and it was eerie. There were like bugs everywhere marching around, but it wow. was different. You would have, you'd have to be there to know what I'm talking about. It's like all of creation knew something was about to happen. Wow. Then once, once it hit the, I guess, totality, the apex, mm -hmm. um, the words, I'm not sure. Yeah, totality. Fuzzy in the words, totality. Yeah. Once mm -hmm. it hit that point, um, like I said, we were with like 100 other people. It was this eerie silence. And then everyone took a collective gasp, like, <gasps> and it was just stunning. And you had to mm -hmm. look through these little glasses to yeah. see it. But I will never forget that moment because it felt... It was, it felt supernatural. And with everyone just gasping, I felt like the Lord was saying that that is the church. 
And I felt like the Lord, it was actually a reminder that that's what we're going to see in 2022, that as we, as we, fully come into line with the sun mm. and as we grab a hold of our identity in Christ and, and who we are, there's this collective gasp. And, and Roman says all of creation is waiting and groaning for the sons of God to be revealed. Mm. And, and we are the sons of God. It's just learning, learning that and grabbing yeah. a hold of that identity. Yeah. And so I felt like, um, I felt like there's like this year is a year where the church is going to start seeing her role and start mm. seeing her identity and start making a conscious effort like never before to find herself in line in perfect alignment with with God's heartbeat and who she is mm. and I remember hopping on Facebook, like as you do, social yeah. media, you know, yeah. and every, you know, everyone's taking photos and do, you know, and I hopped on a Facebook and I had a few friends that were atheists, I'm friends with on Facebook that were making mm -hmm. comments. One in particular made this comment that the, the solar eclipse was so beautiful that it made him actually question if there was really a creator. Amazing. Because it was so beautiful. And I was like, that is the church. That's the role of the yeah. church. Like, oh my gosh, we're supposed to be so beautiful and so breathtaking. And we are, we just have to come into alignment with that truth. This yeah. is who I am. And when you come into alignment with that truth, then you start to act out. Oh, wait a second. That is actually who I am. I am pure. This is who I am. And when you act that way, people are going to look at you and see it yeah. and then be taken aback by the beauty and then, oh, oh my gosh. Okay. That's what the church, that's who Jesus looks like. That's mm -hmm. oh, mm -hmm. and be drawn into that. Yeah. So in terms of the identity of the church coming into to a, alignment, do you see that as a collective identity, as an individual identity, as members of, of the body, you know, knowing what part of the body you are, or is it a, a, a bit of both? What are you, I think what are you it's saying? both. I think it's both. I think it's like, it's all of the above, like. Yeah. Um, and that's revival, right? That's yeah. one of the things that we say. And if you study revival history, there's always been a personal revival that's happened. Individuals um, repent. Individuals like realign. I love the word realignment. I love mm -hmm. God's use that word to really explain things to me. Cause I hear the word discipline and it scares me and I hear the yeah. word judgment and it scares me. And, yeah. you know, but it's all of those things are actually like a realignment mm -hmm. to God, to his heartbeat and to who mm -hmm. we really are. Yeah. And so um, I see a chiropractor. Yeah. And sometimes like when oh, I'm yeah. out of whack, you know, yeah. like he'll Love realign it. my spine and then I mm -hmm. feel good and I feel yeah. like I'm able to, to function again. Yeah. And, it's and it just feels so good. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Um, but it it's just it's just a realignment back to like, okay, this is who you are. Yeah. And so when you, okay, God, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna repent. I'm gonna seek you. I'm putting you first again. This is, and in the process of that, you're like, okay, I'm gonna stay in my own lane. I'm gonna do what you've called me to do. If mm -hmm. I do that, and if you do that, and if this person does it and my pastor does it and that person does it. And we all are doing that individually. Then when we come back together, we come back as a healthy body. Amen. Yeah. And I think I that's, it. that's what I mean. Like the identity, yeah. like, like we all, the individual parts are getting healthy. So when we come together, it's one big, massive, healthy body. And that's a weapon. That's a weapon. Yeah. 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 And just to go back to the, uh, to testify myself to the, the eclipse back in 2017, the, the path, um, also came over Salem, Oregon, where I live. Oh, yeah. um, and I remember I was working at the time and at Trader Joe's and my boss was like, all right, everybody, we're going to shut down the store. Cause we had like tons of people come to Salem, <laughs> like from all thousands of people come to Salem. Uh, to go to wineries and other places so they could sit with a glass of wine and watch totality or whatever. <laughs> but I was working and my boss was like, we're going to shut down for two hours. We're going to go up onto the roof. We're going to have a party and we're wow. going to watch totality. Um, and so I, just the way that you described it with all of the animals and, and insects, I unfortunately didn't get to witness that because I was sitting on top of a, a building, <laughs> you know, but, um, 
but I do, I can attest to, there was this moment of just complete and utter silence. Yes. Where it's like no cars, no yeah. nothing. And all of a sudden it was it's just like, like as it, everything got dark in broad yeah. daylight, you know? And yes. so it was, it was amazing. And I actually, my, my, uh, I still have it. My boss made a uh, mugs for everybody to commemorate as like a picture of like one of our coworkers took a picture of it. And so he put on a mug and like gave it to everybody. So yeah, so that's awesome. That. Yeah. But, um, but it is true. And, and, and so I think because I experienced that, that really helped me kind of get into your word. Not that you need that, mm-hmm. you know, you can have that spirit of wisdom and revelation uh, through the spirit. Yeah. Holy spirit. So, um, but, uh, it, it it is a really strong picture of the alignment of the body. Um, yeah. and, and I like that you were saying like, you know, words, uh, those, you know, words, the scary words, you know, versus realignment. Yes. And I think that yeah. there is a lot of, um, the enemy can really get a hold of people and bring, you know, anxiety over like, Oh, you messed up and God's going to bring, yeah. he wants you, you know, he's going to bring correction and he's going to, yes. and I just yeah. like, man, like, when I just behold the face of Jesus, when I yes. take in his presence and I seek him, like all of, you know, when you're around people who are really inspirational or are really, um, motivate you to, to be better. Like you become that yes. you become like those that you surround yourself with, you know? So, yeah. so the same is true about if you watch a lot of really nasty things, if that's what you saturate yourself you, uh, you become that yeah. you have a, a tendency to become that. And so I think yeah. th- this, if we behold the face of Jesus and we, we can continue that intimacy, we seek that intimacy, you become what Mandy's talking about, what she's prophesying to, towards is, yeah. is we become unified because eventually you realize, Oh, it isn't about me. Oh, it's yes. not about Jesus. Plus it's not about Jesus. And then all yeah. this other garbage it's like the yeah. more you behold Jesus, the less you want that stuff, the more you realize, oh, I'm a new creation. Oh, I'm supposed to die to my, the old man is dead. The new dead, man yes. lives, as Paul talks about, right? Yeah. 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 So. We've been crucified with Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's no longer us that lives. It's Christ right. that lives in us. Yep. And I think that's where the enemy comes and deceives us and makes us think that it's not us, like that, that we are, um, we really actually are dead. We've been crucified with Christ. Mm-hmm. And so like when you grab a hold of that and you realize, okay, this is you in me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to outwork this. So I'm just going to keep my eyes fo- fixed on you, Jesus. I'm just going to keep mm-hmm. my eyes on you. And in my heart, in my heart, I'm just going to align myself with you. Perfect alignment with you. Um, you begin to uh, act out what yeah what you're what you're wanting what mm-hmm. what like him you you look like him yeah so yeah. so and then <clears throat> the other thing that you were talking about with these glasses and you may have already touched on this slightly but mm-hmm. is the um the it's like the eclipse and these special glasses are like the eclipse was god's glory but you need the holy spirit to help you actually see it because that was the thing yeah. with the the eclipse is you even yeah. though the moon was covering the the, the sun you actually could still couldn't look at it without, yes. um, you know, your eyes getting blasted with UV rays. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I still have photos in my phone of like taking a photo through my glasses. I think I have yeah. my eyes closed and I was like taking a photo through the glasses just to get the photo. Yeah, you're like, like I hope I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like this little yeah. red dot thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you know, one of the things that I... I love my beautiful pastor, um, Pastor Catherine Ronella. One of the things mm-hmm. she says all the time is that the love of God is so extravagant and it is so like you cannot comprehend it. Mm-hmm. And so we need the help of the Holy Spirit to actually be able to comprehend you know, scripture says how high and how wide and how deep and like we can't comprehend that. Yeah. And I feel like that set me free to hear that because there's been times where I felt guilty because I've sat and I've tried to comprehend. I've tried, like, why don't I get the love of God? Perfect love casts out fear. If I could just get the love of God, then maybe I won't be fearful in this situation. I just want to understand. But we need 
the Holy Spirit's help. We need those glasses. We need him because we cannot understand. And that to me makes me feel safe that, that there's a God with a love that I cannot comprehend. Mm. His love is so big. I mm. can't comprehend it. And so we need the help of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We need the spirit of wisdom and revelation to be able yeah. to, to comprehend his love. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. Now back to the show. Yeah. Yeah, and then the second half of this this first word from December eighth, it's type, titled "Leaning into Alignment." And you said you mm-hmm. had these ongoing visions of free falling backwards into oh, fire. Yes. What is up with that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, and that kind of goes along with other words that I've had recently. That just I'm trying, I'm trying to, trying to articulate, you know how, when you have something from the Holy spirit and it's deep in your spirit, um, finding words sometimes is not easy to, you know, to articulate what the Holy spirit was saying, (laughs) but, ah, I just feel like, um, we have to just let ourselves go. Mm. It's, it's an act of surrender to let yourself go to free fall into the fire. And for me personally, there were some things going on in my life where, as I mentioned earlier, you know, we're on the brink of revival. I don't know what it's like in America right now. Oh, yeah. There's pockets where it's full on happening. It's like, yeah. And so we've had these moments um, at, at the church that I attend and many other churches in our area and in Australia where like worship is just going on and on and on and on and on Mm -hmm. so much so that sometimes people don't even get to preach because people are running to the altar to give their lives to Jesus or to repent or to be delivered of a demon. Like the altars are full and you can't get off the floor because there's like this heavy weighty presence of God. And so I was in the midst of that though, when you're, you're beholding the Lord and then, you you have this experience where there's a heaviness that comes you it's sort of like um Isaiah chapter 6 where he's woe to me I'm a man of unclean lips like oh my gosh like woe to me I just I can't even look at you you're so grand and you're so magnificent and and in that place that's where the realignment happens Mm. and so there was just this constant realignment like little attitudes and little um not necessarily outright sin, but just for me personally, like little attitudes and and little places that I had compromised mm-hmm. my identity. Like yeah. I'm not a mere mortal. I'm a child of God. And, yeah. and where I sometimes go back into a worldly mindset because I, I allow fear to masquerade uh-huh. as wisdom or yeah. whatever, you know, th- that sort of thing. He was like realigning that. Then I started having these visions of like this fire and I had a choice. I was like, there's nowhere to go. The only place I have is to jump into the fire. Mm. That is the only, that is the only place. And I feel like in that place, it's scary and it hurts sometimes, but that is the place where I feel like he's actually calling us to, Mm. um, to surrender. It's a place of surrender And this might go into a different word, the other word I had, but I had a dream then that I was standing in between a dark cloud and fire. Mm. And I was overwhelmed by the dark cloud. I was, the cloud represented um, dread and it represented just foreboding and it represented like all the things that I'm nervous and anxious about. And it appeared like it was bigger than the fire. And I had a choice. I could either like, I could barely look at the the darkness, but I could sit there and wallow in it, or I can turn and go to the fire. And in the dream, I remember that the the fire was actually, I had, I had allowed the fire to touch my skin. I had gazed into the fire. I had, you know, allowed it to, to burn a few parts of my body, but I'd never fully surrendered completely mm. to the fire. And it's the same concept of, as free falling backwards. Yeah. And I believe that this is for 2022. I believe that as we do this, then, you know, we're going to be the bride that takes the breath away. Like we were talking about with the eclipse. 
And so I, I turned to the fire and I decided like, I have a choice. It's either the darkness or the fire. So I'm jumping into the fire. Mm. So as I jumped into the fire, it was a little bit painful at mm. first. And this dream, I know it was a dream, but it felt so real. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm sure a lot and, of people can relate, you know, at least having um, very vivid dreams for sure. Oh, so. yes. Um, and look, I'll just I'll just read what I, I had I had written. Um, yeah. I as I surrendered to the fire, I felt a searing in my heart and I felt like a pressing and a crushing sort of like lies were being crushed out of me. But it established in me a power and authority and a roar that I had never seen in me. Mm. And it gave me a quiet trust and an unquenchable faith in, mm. in my Lord Jesus. And then when I came out of the fire, I was gloriously aware at his, of his power at work within me. It's like I surrendered to the fire. Then when I came out of the fire, I was like, it isn't me that's alive. It's Christ at work in me. Like, yeah. I don't even have to think about myself. It yeah. is him at work in me. Yeah. And so the darkness was still there. But when I faced the darkness, which once appeared bigger than the fire, uh, the darkness began to shrink and it shrank mm. to nothing. Mm. And I felt like in that moment, I felt like the Lord said to me um, that, all of my problems and issues and like the darkness appeared larger than Jesus when there was an abundance, um, sorry, an absence of the Lordship of Jesus over those things. Mm. And yeah. he, it really rocked me because I was like, man, surrendering to the fire is actually surrendering again to the Lordship of Jesus. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the faith that leads to salvation. I'm talking to people who were born again. Mm -hmm. You come to a place where you have to jump into the fire. You have to. You have. Mm -hmm. like, I feel like there's been a choice that's been presented to us over the past few years. We can either stand there and continue just to look at the darkness and continue to feel the fear and the foreboding. Yeah. And people are like, oh, I'll touch the fire. Oh, I'll, I'll gaze at the fire instead. And God's like, I want you to jump completely into the fire because that's yeah. where you're realigned. And it's all consuming too. Yes. Yeah. It's all, but it is the safest and best place for us to be. Mm. And, and that's the Lordship of Jesus, like surrendering. Mm. I surrender all the old hymn. Mm -hmm. Like we have to surrender all to Jesus. Because yeah. when we come out of that, oh my gosh, the power and the yeah. glory and the, oh. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's, there is a, I know that there are some people, um, a lot of people who are looking at things that are happening, maybe things that are causing, I think in that first word you mentioned, even there's things that are, um, uh, that are shaking the church awake, even yeah. um, yes. things that we may view as bad. And I don't need to tell anybody what things I'm referring to. I think there's a lot of stuff in the world right yeah. now that's causing us to wake up. Um, yes. and, and in many ways, like, um, you know, in the church, we've gotten, you know, sleepy or, you know, apathetic towards certain things or, yeah. uh, not unified. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I really feel like God is, is calling all those things forward. Um, and those, yeah. And that, that fire, and this is an old, uh, you know, analogy and it's been used many times, but it still rings true is that fire, it, fire is purifying. And when you purify yes. things, impurities rise to the top, you know, or they yeah. just burn away. And I think that that's what's happening. And I think anybody who's trying to chase, um, what once was, it, it, it is a fruitless venture because what yeah. once was where God is calling us as the church right now, where he's calling the bride of Christ is different than we've been before. And if yes. you're trying to hold on to the past, it is, it's a fruitless venture. It's not yeah. going to yield fruit um, yeah. because you're holding on to a, and honestly, you're holding on to a dead thing um, yes. because what God is doing in us is he's burning off the impurities. He's burning off the comfort um, and it's uncomfortable people. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. So, yeah. Oh man. The, um, I, I I don't know how to quite verbalize just what he has been speaking to me about regarding 
just this lordship issue mm-hmm. um because i feel like just just in my own life and having watched you said you, things are shaking right things are mm-hmm. shaking and the more that things shake the more i look at a lot of the body of christ and they don't know how to withstand the shaking mm. they don't know they freak out if there is a word that is released that's um a little bit uh a little bit of a warning word you know mm. um and i believe that warning words always need to have a redemptive solution you know the yeah. prophet agabus talked about the famine but he said this is what you do like i believe yep. that is a true word of the lord um, but but even those words, when they're when they're being released, I'm finding that even some of my friends, they don't know what to do. And it's yeah. scary and they're shaking. And the Lord said to me, man, you won't shake. You won't shake and tremble when you are fully surrendered to the Lordship of Jesus, mm, because surrendering good. to the Lordship of Jesus means that you know him and you trust him. And like, you could say, I surrender all because he's a good God. Mm. You know, scripture says, taste and see yeah. that the Lord is good. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. And he's just been speaking to me more and more and more and more and more. And, and having me look like dig into the goodness of God. If we really trust that he is a good God. And we really trust that he's not a man that he's going to lie or the son of man that would change his mind. We know Isaiah 61 says he gives beauty for ashes. It says mm. that he um, double recompense for our former shame, pain and disgrace. He gives double recompense. Mm. Romans says that he works everything out for the good for those That's who right. love him. Um, yeah. I, I could name so many scriptures. He's yeah. he's. He's working and he's doing good things. Every good and perfect gift comes from father of lights. And, you know, Jesus himself says he's a good father. You're not going to ask him for a piece of bread and he's going to give you a stone or a scorpion. I could go on and on and on. He's good. He's good. He's good. Yeah. So when we surrender and we jump free fall into the fire, just go for it. Just give it all up. Just do what you've got to do in the fire allow him to press allow him to crush allow him to purify allow him to realign you mm-hmm. you can do that because you know that you can trust him because That's you know good. that he's a good god good. and then when you come out of it you're facing darkness or you're facing the, sh- the shaking world around you you actually can face it mm-hmm. because you have gone in and and like i said there was like in the dream there was a quiet confidence and this trust in him and this roar inside of me like I had never had before mm. because I just had fully surrendered. And and I knew he's, he was good. I know he's yeah. good. He's yeah. going to work everything out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's always a good place to kind of start. If if you even if people you're reading scripture and you're like, man, I'm really struggling. Like, w- like, why did God do this? Because he's like the the place I always find myself land on is God mm-hmm. is good. He's yes. absolutely good. So yeah. if that's the case, then I need to come at it from that perspective. I know God. I know who He is. Yeah. You know, I have a relationship with Him, and and I think that that's an important place to come from. Not being yeah. like, whoa, like, like you were saying, like when somebody gives a word and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I don't know, but like, but just remembering like, whoa, hang on. Like God is good. And, yeah. and God is, a re- is, is for redemption. That's what he wants. That's right. You know? That's so right. It's, so it's not, it's not that he's like, well, everybody's going to go through a rough time. Thus says I, the Lord, even Christians, because I'm this and that, like. Like God's yeah. desire is that we become conformed to the image of Christ. Like that is yeah. what he wants. And so yeah. again, like when we enter into that Lordship and I, I can at least speak for myself, sometimes it doesn't always look this way, but a lot of times when I look back very much, so enter into sort of like a land of Goshen type of thing with the Lord where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I may go through something difficult, but what I saw in contrast to what other people are going, because I was in communion, communion with him, yes. I'm like, dude, you totally saved me from the storm. Yes, you used some of what was going on to refine me. Sure. Yeah. But I wasn't, I didn't fall prey to it because I was hell, I was holding on to, I was established on firm foundation, basically, I guess what you could say. So yeah, totally. Um, and it's sort of like when you get, okay, if you get an adjustment from yeah. a chiropractor 
or um, a physiotherapist or a massage. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it hurts initially. If it's yep. been a while, mm -hmm. it hurts a little bit, but you know that you can deal with the pain because you know that by tomorrow it's going to be awesome and you're going to feel good and oh, you're yeah. going to realign and your muscles are going to be back in, you know, and yeah. everything's back in place. And I feel like that's, People are so afraid of the pain and they don't realize it's actually good. This is yeah. actually a good thing. Yeah. And God's actually aligning us back to who he has intended us for to us to be so that when the world looks at the church, they're going to take a collective gasp. Oh, mm. my gosh. She's beautiful. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Let me rethink the creator. Let me rethink my beliefs because mm. that's a really beautiful bride. Like. And, and she represents Jesus well. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. We want to represent Jesus well. Amen. And so Amen. we got to let him do whatever, whatever that looks like in us. Amen. Okay. So Mandy, gosh, we're like we're 40 minutes in what in the world? Okay. <laughs> um, so there was a word and you kind of started touching on it, I guess, but uh, yeah. there was a second word that you read that was from December 27th, 2021. Um, and it was a, it's called a title, a piece of God's heart for 2022. And it's funny because I didn't know about the, the earlier word that we've been talking about. I had seen this one and my producer had seen the other one. And so we were referencing, like, oh, Mandy released a great word. We need to have her on the show and talk about it. And she's like, oh yeah, this one, right? I'm like, no, not that one. It's a different <laughs> one. Cool. There's two of them. That's great. So, sort of like a part one, part two kind of a thing. Yeah. So, uh, talk about that. A piece of God's heart for 2022. All right. I don't have it in front of me, but is that the, the resurgence of the goodness of God? It is. Yes. Yes. Um, so we're talking about the goodness of God here. The Lord showed me it was actually I was reading through Psalms. I did a walk through the Psalms during the months of uh, November and December. And I really like dug deep into some of it. Was, it was tremendous. Like, yeah. please go and read the Psalms. Different versions. It was awesome. But I was at Psalm 81 where it talks about, there's this one part in Psalm 81 where it says, open wide your mouth and I will fill it. And um, I had this moment where I felt this fear of like, oh, I don't really want to open my mouth wide. And I'm not talking about prophetic or teaching or anything like that. Just the idea of like, Oh, what, if I open my mouth wide, what are you going to put in my mouth? Like, <laughs> Oh, you know, it's going to be yeah. nasty cough syrup. <laughs> like, yeah, what are yeah, you yeah. giving me? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, and I, and the Lord challenged me and he said, well, why would you be afraid that I would give you anything other than like taste and see that the Lord is good? Yeah, why would you be afraid of that? And so he began to speak to me and I felt, I felt like the Lord was saying that was a word for the, the church, the global church in 2022 is that this is the year as we grab a hold of the goodness of God again. Yeah. And we've had so Probably. many weird prophetic words and we've had so many warnings and we've had so many media and social media and all this stuff that's tried to get us to see God differently or to see Jesus different. It's like yeah. it's been like an angry God and a counterfeit Jesus. That's oh, that's yeah. the, wow. all I can say for the past year that, yeah. that I've seen um, or a misunderstanding. Oh, yeah, he's good. Yeah, Jesus redeems, but God's pouring out his wrath. And I'm like, wait, what is it? It's what I, mm, I yeah. pet peeve. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and so I felt like God was like, you can trust me. You can trust me. And then in the midst of that, he was saying that the church is going to go through a resurgence in the goodness of God. And so just like everything the enemy wants to use for his good, God turns it around and uses it for his glory. So where the enemies come and he's had people question the goodness of God or question who Jesus really is and question how to prophesy, question this, question that. What God's actually done is he's actually began to highlight the goodness. He's highlighting his goodness again. And that word resurgence, actually, um, if you Google it in some some uh, dictionaries, actually um, say that it's like a revival. It's mm -hmm. like a revival of the goodness of God. 
And then he just showed me that like, man, one, once we get that, oh, wait, he's good. He's good. And like I was talking about earlier, when we can see that he's good, we can surrender to his lordship. Then we can smile at the future. Like Proverbs 31 says, she smiles at the future and we can open our mouths wide and know mm. that he's going to fill it with good things. Mm. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today. And so as a church, what we can do as the resurgence of the goodness of God and as we begin to um, really meditate on that revelation of the goodness of God, I saw two things. I saw that the church was opening its mouth and like, yes, fill it, Lord. Give me good stuff. Give me all the good stuff. Yeah. And like good stuff and more, more and more of, my, of your spirit and more of this and more of that. And it's all good. But I also saw that the spirit of dread which has come against the church. Mm. And we've had it really massively in Australia over the past few months, just with some laws and some stuff with the pandemic. But there's been this spirit of dread that's come against the church. Like, oh, what next? Can we even have our doors open? Are we going to meet? If we meet, do we wear masks? Do we not? Like all this stuff, the spirit is actually being crushed Mm. because we're getting a revelation again of the goodness of God. Mm. And it's, it's like, it's, it's shrinking. What appeared to be larger than Jesus Mm. is shrinking. And because of that, we can open our mouths wide and we can trust him. Yeah. Yeah. There was a verse when I was reading that the spirit of dread and I was like, yeah, Mm. it's, it's anxiety, but like it's when you said dread in the the word, I was like, yeah, that that's a for a lot of people that I've seen, that is a better word to describe it because mm. it's like dread is this all encompassing thing where it's like anxiety is something that just kind of weighs heavy on you. It's an yeah. external thing. Like we've talked about dread yeah. is too, but it's like dread. Yeah. Like my producer said foreboding. It's like, foreboding. This foreboding, like yes. this, you know, like, like if you're, if you are told like a tsunami is coming and you there's, there's no point in running because there's no way you can get away from this thing. Yeah. Dread kicks in. That's what, that's yes. what I'm talking about. It's like this thing that you can't stop and dread. And, uh, and so I was reminded of this scripture um, from uh, it's, it is Jeremiah chapter 20 verses 11 through 13. And I'll just read the first couple of verses of that. But um, uh, it says, but the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior. So my persecutors will stumble and not prevail. They will fail and be thoroughly disgraced. Their dishonor will be forgotten. Uh, and so what I love though, is some translations say, but the Lord is with me like the dread champion, dread oh, yes. champion. And I was like, bingo. Like I just, I do. I just love God. I just think he's amazing. And, <laughs> I, love and it. I just think that like, um, if any of you guys are really struggling with that, um, just like being like, I don't know if God's good. I don't know if he's good. Like I saw this person die or, you know, mm. I'm, I lost my job. Or I'm struggling with this. Like, like Mandy and I can both testify to the goodness of God, yes. having been through difficult stuff ourselves, that, that yeah. it's not a delusion. Like it's God is so good and he's yeah. so for you. Um, and so we'll definitely, Mandy, have you pray for people at the end. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. But yeah. Well, the other part of the word too, um, I heard him say, come what may. Mm. And um, whatever comes at us in 2022, I heard him say, come what may. Mm. We, and I, I saw a picture of, it was like the bride of Christ. And I saw that there were bullets and there were arrows and there was these things that had been flying at people constantly in the past season. Mm -hmm. But because they had completely surrendered to his lordship and like actually grabbed a hold by faith of his goodness. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to believe that you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. I'm grabbing a hold of it. Mm -hmm. Here I am. What I saw was that 
all of the attacks were coming at them, but it was melting off of them. It was like mm. when you put butter on a really hot skillet or something, yeah. it just kind of like melts and slides off. <laughs> and it's because of this last season and the last season guys could be like this week. It could be today. Mm-hmm. It could be you just like, okay, I'm surrendering all to you realign me do what you've got to do here i am you're my lord you're my savior you've you've got to crush this attitude crush this lie do what you've got to do and in that crushing comes oil it's like the wine press you know or the olive press the oil comes and i saw that we were we had because we had surrendered to the crushing and the pressing and the fire that it was actually sliding off of us like Mm. hot butter and the lord said come what may Come what may, church, when you surrender fully to me, come what may, though he slay me, I will trust in him. Mm. Come what may, you're going to be able to stand. Mm. Come what may, your emotions are going to stay intact. Mm. Come what may, it doesn't matter. You're going to be able to open wide your mouth and know that he's going to fill it with good things Mm. because you've fully surrendered, because you've realigned, because you've done all of those things that... Mm. And we keep our focus on Jesus the whole time. Mm, amen. Yeah. And there, it's interesting. So there was something I, when I was reading the, that section, I thought it's going to be kind of a deep cut nerd reference for some people. Uh, and some people are going <laughs> to fist pump when I say it. Uh, but so like 2020 and 2021 have really felt like this. I just so much pressure, you know, and yes. like, like an olive press, like you're talking about just yeah. like, like squeezing everything out. Um, but learning to stand up under that pressure has been one of the the greatest blessings in my life um to be able to still stand on the word stand on god's goodness in the midst of all this pressure and yeah. um it, i was reminded of this thing from this it was this show called dragon ball z and <laughs> um and there was this thing that there was this chamber called the hyperbolic time chamber and basically you would go in there and it would expedite your training so it was yeah. under intense circumstances. It was like a pressure cooker for training. So one week yeah. inside the hyperbolic time chamber could be three years worth of training. Wow. And so you come out and you're like all buff, super hardcore. Um, <laughs> and what I've been noticing is there has been this pressing on believers, but I'm also noticing something else really interesting is that God is then relocating those believers to different locations geographically. Wow. Um, I've been seeing that a lot. Um, and sometimes yeah. some of it is motivated by bad local government or mandates or whatever, and they want to get yeah. away from that. But God is utilizing that and putting them into new places. Um, and they've been in this state of pressing. And I can see the before and after in these people's lives. And I'm like, dude, yeah. like luminous, like be- like amazing. Like God yeah. has done a great work in these people. And then they're being relocated to then yeah. encourage other members of the body and other places. And there's people right now going, uh-huh, that's me. Like, that's totally what happened to me. So it's, it's great. Um, uh, and God wastes nothing as well. And that, that's what I absolutely yeah. love. It's like I can work with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, bad mandates. I can work with that, you know, like, yeah. you know oh, this and these people and that, you know, so, um, it's great. I, so great. again, his goodness, that's yeah. his goodness. Like yeah. he's, and I just, Yeah, I can't, I cannot move from that. The fact that um, he's good Mm -hmm. and the promise within the prophetic word, the promise is that when we keep our eyes focused on Jesus and we get like this resurgence of the revelation of the goodness of God and we Mm -hmm. begin to study the goodness of God and be reminded of the areas that he's been good in our lives. The bigger that becomes, the smaller that dread becomes until mm. soon you've got enough courage to just look at the dread and be like, I'm going to stomp on your head. Like you're not even, you're nothing, you're nothing anymore. Mm. And that's what I feel. I feel like the the invitation and the promise is in that, in focusing on the goodness of God in this season, yeah. studying the goodness of God in this season having a, a revival in your heart of the goodness of God and yeah. all that that entails, because the bigger that becomes in your mind, the smaller the dread is. And then you yeah. realize, oh, I've got authority over that thing. That thing Come has on. no power anymore. 
Yeah. Because that's who we are. That mm-hmm. is who we are. And yeah. where dread comes and he tries to lie, he, I don't know, the spirit of dread it, comes and tries to, it yeah. tries to lie to us, is makes us think that it's bigger than it actually is. That's right. Yeah. And, and then it's more victorious than we are. Yeah. I just get the image of like, it's, it's a bit like a shadow monster, you know, like, like, or like, like when you do like finger puppets or a shadow, shadow puppets <laughs> yes. and you see like, you know, like cartoons where like somebody's afraid and they hear roaring and they see this giant shadow on the wall, <laughs> it's like a little like tiny thing. And that's really what it is, you know? Yeah. So, um, and there's always going to be something that's competing for our attention for God. Like Satan's yeah. always going to be trying to get, Oh, see this thing. Isn't this scary? Oh yeah. That yeah. other thing. Yeah. God resolved that. But this one, he's not going to, yeah. it's a lie. It's an absolute lie. So yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So Mandy, can you yeah. just pray for the people yeah. watching you feel led? Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna drink a bit of water again. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So Jesus, I just want to lift you up. We exalt you. We say that your name is higher than any other name. Your name is higher than the spirit of dread. Your name is higher than any darkness. Your name is higher than anxiety. Your name is higher than anything that's at, any spirit that's at work within um, within this world. And we just, we love you and we honor you. And I thank you that because of you, um, our identity is found in Christ, that it's in you, that it's in you, that I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that lives, but it's you that's living in me. And I pray that that would be a revelation that every person who hears our voices would get that revelation. I ask for a spirit of wisdom and revelation to pour out upon every viewer that they would grasp the fullness of who you are, the fullness of what you've done, that they grasp the goodness of God, the goodness of God in the land of the living. And Psalm says that I would have despaired had I not seen the goodness of God in the land of the living. I break off despair as well in Jesus' mighty name. And I ask, Lord, that you would open our eyes supernaturally to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And I thank you for a season of realignment, Father. I pray courage into every person who just is just a little bit afraid to like free fall back into the fire, God, that you would give them courage and that you would help them to see the truth and the reality that that is actually the very best and safest place for us to be. And I thank you, Father, that you are gracing people right now with the ability to stand as the world shakes and does weird stuff that we can stand after we've done everything to keep standing and to stand on your promises and to stand in who you are. Mm-hmm. And I pray blessings over Jeff and the team in this broadcast. And I thank you for Elijah fire. I thank you mm-hmm. that it's going to go far and wide for your glory in Jesus mm-hmm. name. Yes. Amen. Amen. Mandy, how can people follow you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, people are like this um, Mandy, she's, I'm really digging what she's saying. <laughs> Which is cool because I'm very, very hot right now. I'm looking <laughs> at you in a jacket and I'm like, it's the middle of summer. In oh, Australia. yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, it's kind of chilly today. So. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, it is hot today. Sweat buckets, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And not having been unwell, I'm like, oh. Oh yeah. Um, so Facebook, um, Mandy Woodhouse Outrageous Hope. Um, my website, which is kind of under construction, but there's a blog there, um, Mandy Woodhouse Outrageous Hope.com. And then on YouTube as well. I'm about to get on TikTok. I don't know. Oh what I'm yeah, doing. you're doing it. <laughs> I'm doing it. I've had several wise counselors tell me that my voice will go further on TikTok. So I, I have the, I have it downloaded. I'm just like, Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) We've thought about it too, but I just, I, uh, yeah. (laughs) You're a target is on your back when you get on that thing. So I'm just, I have to be prepared. I have to be ready and just trusting the Lord. So well, pray for Um, her guys. Pray for Mandy as she (laughs) ventures on TikTok. (laughs) Yeah. 
So we have Facebook, website, and YouTube. And then don't you have, I saw you mentioned that you have a book. Don't you have a book? Is it a digital book or is it a, what's the deal with that? Um, yeah, I, I have three books actually, but Just um, three books, everybody. I have, I've written three books, but yeah, you on Amazon, um, my most recent, which is actually about our identity in Christ. Okay. It's called Free Indeed. Um, yeah. You can find that on Amazon, on Book Depository, um, a lot of the book websites. So. And you know the drill, people. All the links to all those books are going to be in the description. Yeah. Please go support <laughs> Mandy. Um, we love mm -hmm. Mandy around here, and we just—I—I I really feel like, just as a testament to you know what God is doing within you. And I think I told you this when we first started. I said, I—I yeah. I remember you released the dragonfly word, and I immediately saw God. I was like, God's promotion for you. Um, and mm -hmm. I just want to honor you and your obedience and, and stepping out and, and, and just sharing what, you know, the prophetic words God has given you, um, have been a huge blessing. God has used them to save people from death. Like guys, I'm yeah. not even joking. Like literally she releases a word and God used that word to, to save a, a pastor's life or a man's life that was going to attempt suicide. Um, and Mandy is gone which is fine because i actually have a word that i feel like i'm supposed to release and i was i was like okay guys i was gonna legit chicken out and then the holy spirit brought like mounds of compassion or uh, a conviction <laughs> of on me and i can't even talk right now because i'm i'm just i'm i feel it really heavy um michael can you just take her uh, just boot her out and she'll come back and thanks. Um, so the word is this in December, I was talking with a friend, a very prophetic friend, and they were praying over me and, um, God's presence came very, very, very strong. And this is a word that is not just for me. This is for the body of Christ. And I felt like I was supposed to release it today. And I'm like, yeah. um, and it's really, really, really good. And it's a testament to everything that we were talking about today, about beholding God's goodness. And the reality is that God wants to bless us. He wants to bless the body of Christ. And that's going to look different for every single person. So I would really encourage you to, when I tell this, to not just lock yourself into, okay, surely this is what it means for me, but to just let God's blessing flow. And how God wants to manifest that in your life is how he's going to manifest it in your life. And this is it. I was praying and I just, man, I got hit by the spirit hard. And I, I was like, I got to lay down. And so like, I just like laid down on my stomach, prostrate before the Lord. And, um, and then I saw a vision of, actually I was on my knees. I'm sorry. And my head was on the ground. And then I saw outside of my body, I saw this angel come and drop this huge wad of coins, like gold coins, like Scrooge McDuck coins, like hit my back. And then they scattered, you know, if you take a wad of coins, Hey Mandy, sorry, <laughs> it's okay. I'm sharing a word that the Lord gave me and I was going to chicken out. Uh, and oh. then the Lord convicted me. And so I'm sharing it with, with everybody. So yes, I was hit by the presence of God and I was like, I got to get on my knees. And so as my friend was prophesying over me, I was out of my body and I saw this angel hit, uh, take this wow. big wad of coins and drop it on my back and they hit hit my back and kind of scattered. And, you know, you'd imagine like a big wad of coins, the size of a basketball kind of, go, but the thing is that they went and they just kept going and kept going. And then the ground started filling up with coins like Scrooge McDuck. So I'm like waiting in these <laughs> giant coins and I picked them up. And then I, I heard the Lord say, this is not just for you. The blessing I'm pouring out on you is for you to pray for other people to receive wow. as well. And so I That's really awesome. felt like this is the time that I'm supposed to release this word. And so, Lord, I just, um, again, everybody, I just want to encourage you. Don't lock yourself into a specific, like, this is the only way that this is going to look in my life. But to just re mm -hmm. receive God's goodness, like Mandy was yeah. talking about, receive his blessing in your life because he is for you. And so, Lord, I just release blessing over the body of Christ, yes, financial blessing physical blessing, emotional blessing, Lord, that you would bring 
your provision to the body of Christ. And Lord, I just encourage you guys to just receive this as God's spirit is hitting you. Just receive it. <laughs> that he is for you. Yeah. God loves you and he yes. wants the best for you. Yes. And so receive his goodness. Receive his blessing. <laughs> receive it. Thank you, God. Yes. <laughs> yes. And even as we end this, this broadcast, everybody, I would encourage you to just take some time, set some time away and just seek the Lord, spend time in his presence. Cause some of you guys are getting blasted right now. <laughs> yeah, Lord, I just release that blessing because you are so good. You are so good. Blessing beyond measure. That's what I keep hearing. Blessing beyond measure yeah. in your lives that good things await you. The Lord yeah. is for you. Yes. So we just release that in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Oh, yeah, I was like good. super nervous. <laughs> you did well. Yeah, it was I did awesome. It. I'm like all hot. <laughs> yeah. So. so good. All right, everybody. Um, Mandy, thanks for coming back. Um, yeah, thank you, you know, for having me. And so everybody, please go look at Mandy's um, at YouTube and go subscribe to that. Um, she's going to be, you know, devoting more attention towards that. And she just releases yeah. great stuff. And she just has an, uh, just a contagious joy. And, mm -hmm. um, and so I'm just always so blessed, Mandy, by your ministry and what you do. So thank you. Yeah. So, all right, everybody, that's our show. Go spend some time with the Lord. God bless. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.